listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. I'm excited today to be joined by Dr. Mignon Mary. She has a passion for integrative medicine and helping her patients change their lives for the better. She was inspired by her father's work, and that is how she's come to be the most beautiful, amazing practitioner there is. And I do want to preface this podcast with Dr. Mary was my practitioner at one point in my clean eating journey, and she has definitely helped me feel a lot more optimal by understanding vitamin deficiencies and some toxic burdens that my body was experiencing. So welcome, Dr. Mary. How are you? I'm great. So excited to be with you. Of course. So tell me um, what inspired you? You Clearly, you went through the conventional route of becoming a doctor, yes? Yes. Okay. I went to LSU. I loved med school. I love learning. But I definitely had an added advantage that most don't, that my dad was also in practice as well as my brother, who's a little older than me. And I would go to med school and then come home. He'd say, what'd you learn today? And I would tell him, he's like, that's wrong. This is how it is. And he would explain, you know, about magnesium or about how vitamin C works. And we both, my brother and I both spent a lot of time in med school being mocked for the things that we were talking about when now they're not so funny anymore. It's actually the reality of what people are struggling with, which is nutritional deficiencies and the inability to heal themselves. So on the rounds, it would be like, hey, Dr. Mary, why don't we give them some vitamin C? And we'd say, yeah, while we're thinking, we should. (laughs) Yeah. So you'll find this amusing, but also sad. I just got off a call with some people who just joined Clean Eating Academy, our online course. And one girl, I asked them, you know, hey, what what brought you here? How do you feel? And what are, what are you trying to get out of this? And one girl, she's from Florida. She says, listen, I was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis last year. And I just went to my GI doctor for the fourth time this year. And I asked them, could food be related to this at all? And they said, nope, it has nothing to do with food. And she goes, I need to take this in my own hands. And I'm like, yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry too. And I think what you're doing is amazing. You are giving people power and you're one of our core values is to educate to empower and what you're doing is giving them the first step and the food that we eat is the most important thing that we put in our mouths we are what we eat and uh, I think you're exposing a lot of the toxins that are in our food and in our what we accept as standards in America and the unfortunate truth and we see it a lot is that people's health is now up to them to determine, to take the reins and really lead the charge. Because unfortunately, the way conventional medicine is set up is it's going to take too long for them to learn all that they need to. And so it's up to the patient to start to educate themselves about not only nutrition, about how their body responds to things. And what I love what you're doing is, like I said, you're the start and then maybe we're the other portion of helping people to clear the toxic burden. So as we age, when we're born, 
we're almost like a bucket of white paint is what I tell my patients. And then every year, imagine we put a drop of red and certain more toxic years. Let's say you live in Cancer Alley, you've got a lot of red. And so over time, that bucket starts to develop and get pink instead of white. And so these toxins are blocking our receptors, right? We have a ton of obesogens that are in the food. And they're keeping us from being able to heal ourselves. If the liver were clean and pure, it'd be able to detox and pull all these poisons. But we're lacking nutrients. We're certainly lacking minerals, you know, so they're not in the food, which makes it difficult because I know you've spoken to some people about the supplement industry and how it's unregulated and those things are true. But the sad reality is that we're sort of poisoning ourselves from the inside out, right? And so how do we combat that? with you teaching people how to get back to eating real food that's whole. And then what we do is provide nutrients and things here to help them function so that they can listen and learn. And then we help them to remove the toxins in every way we can. Most of what we're trying to teach people is how to do it themselves without extra things like using nature, going out in the sun, grounding, sleeping, making sure they're pooping. You know, I can't tell you the number of people that are not moving their bowels every day. Mm-hmm. How are we going to remove these toxins out of the body <laughs> if the main portion of the funnel is blocked? You know, That's like step one. Right. So I know I came into your world. I love that you are local to me, but I was dealing with some things. And so I was dealing with something for so long, silent reflux, for example, where I would lay down and I couldn't breathe. And here I am on this clean eating journey. You know, my inflammation is down everything's working well, but I'm like, what, why am I snotty in the morning? Why do I have mucus? Why am I, I feel like I have allergies. I might need my inhaler. And so I know that you took panels on me and you're like, Hey, you're deficient in these vitamins, or you need, you need to be more optimal in these specific, I guess, vitamins. Let's shoot with vitamin D, right? My vitamin D was very low. And so why don't you kind of dive into I don't know, what are people most efficient in number one? And then what, when somebody gets their blood work and it says the lab average, but we don't want to be average, right? We want to be optimal. We want to be above average. Let's chat about that. So in our program here in the Optimal Wellness Program, we're trying to teach people that just because LabCorp says it should be something doesn't necessarily mean that's the best for your health to be optimized, right? And so we're reviewing the levels. And if you look at vitamin D specifically, the range is, let's say, 30 to 100. And most doctors will allow the patient to leave if they're 35, like, you're good. And so I like patients to be between 50 and 80. And if they're sick with some chronic condition, then 80 to 100. And there's been a lot of uh, pushback from other doctors asking people not to supplement. But when it comes to vitamin D, this is something that the majority of the patients that I check if they're not replacing or they're not going out in the sun purposefully to, you know, convert they're low. And it's one of the most important factors for natural killer cells, for immunity, obviously during all the viral issue, uh, they're proving it that it it is required for your body to, to function properly, especially the immune system. But it's so impactful for hair, for her nails, for bones, for sleep, for weight loss. Like it is a steroid hormone in essence, and it's really not a vitamin. It's more like a precursor to all our hormones. So that one for sure is deficient in the, the bulk of the people that we check magnesium is another one that most people are deficient in. We live in a very, uh, a world where a lot of calcium is being ingested. And for years, doctors told patients to take more calcium. 
And the problem with that is with the lack of balance, that without magnesium, we're not able to relax the nervous system. And we are under such a tremendous amount of stress, eating sugar and stressing the adrenals. We're just diuresing it. And then I talk about it a lot here in New Orleans, people are drinking alcohol. So alcohol definitely diureses your magnesium levels. So that's something we're looking at specifically. Iodine, for sure, that one is often uh, deficient and causing a lot of trouble with people's thyroid, which thyroid conditions are underdiagnosed. And we've kind of accepted sluggish thyroid to be the norm. You know, a lot of people can barely even mount a temperature. So that controls your metabolic rate. It controls your basal temperatures. And so without iodine and selenium and zinc and all of these amazing nutrients, the body cannot function the way that it should. And so it's like trying to bake cake without eggs. It's like trying to make the recipe without all the ingredients. Absolutely. So for those listening, I know a fair share of our audience, I would say 98% are amazing women. And I think there's a lot of people out there with a sluggish thyroid that might not even know about it. They may, you know, say, hey, I'm getting older, or I think these symptoms kind of happen over time. But the more that I become educated about it, and I hear other people dealing with it, I realize that this is kind of an epidemic, right? Is this... This is on the rise. It's one of the most misdiagnosed problems. And even, so this is a perfect example of something that my dad taught me that I didn't learn in school. So he was around prior to the labs being developed. So thyroid was evaluated and diagnosed based off the person's symptoms, similar to how ADD, like there's no lab test for ADD, right? We're just going to say, this is what you're presenting. And so for hypothyroidism or sluggish thyroid, people would be losing their hair. They'd be very fatigued to have a ton of brain fog. They could be constipated. They could have a ton of cellular edema, which causes a lot of puffiness, especially around the eyes and the face. When they're losing their hair, they lose their eyebrows, the lateral part of their brow. It's called Queen Anne sign, that little tuft of eyebrows here. And a lot of what they call periorbital or around the eye edema, swollen tongue. And so imagine if thyroid controls your metabolic rate and how fast every single cell moves. If it's on snail speed, then you're not moving much of anything. You're not communicating between the cells and the rest of your other hormones are not going to be working as optimally because your metabolic rate is slow. So as we've progressed, we've noticed that through time, people are just more tired, right? They're not able to move the toxins. And our community is so stuck on treating labs and being very specific about the numbers. And so we were talking about the lab values Very rarely do doctors even get the free T3, which is probably the most valuable test you could have on your blood work. They usually get a TSH and a total T4, I think. And so they're missing out on the part that really matters because these labs, they're not really the end-all be-all. We should be treating the patient, not the numbers. And if they are cold, if they're not able to have a basal body temperature of 98.6 or something close to that, they have all these other symptoms where they're fatigued, maybe they're gaining weight, they should be looked at. Depression is another one that gets missed completely. And thyroid is often at the root of that. So tell me this, when somebody comes to you, and I can also speak about my experience if we want to go there, they come to you because they're probably not feeling optimal, right? Or is it because they're tired of getting really nowhere with their conventional doctors? And why do people come to you? How do people even discover functional medicine doctor? Word of mouth? Yeah, I think word of mouth. And I think there's other 
they're tired of being tired. They're sick and tired of being tired and they're tired of being told that there's nothing wrong with them when they still feel horrible and that all their labs are normal. They're tired of taking steroids and antibiotics and not getting to the root of the issue. Like Mm -hmm. earlier today, I had a patient with reflux and we were talking about how it often stems from a lack of minerals and then an overproduction of acid. And so our response in conventional medicine is just to give a pill and cancel out the body's signal to us telling us what's wrong and not really getting to the root of the issue. So that's great. They'll put her on a proton pump inhibitor and she'll stop that reflux, but she's not going to get to the reason why. And so she'll be on it forever, forever. And then she'll be deficient in her B12 levels and then she'll be tired. And then that's how she comes to me. (laughs) Right. Okay. So is the first thing that you guys take blood work, right? To see what's really going on? In the optimal wellness program, yes. A lot of times when people come in for the IVs, they already have their own labs. I would say most people are seeing someone so they can show us those labs, but they're pretty, they're a skeleton of what we are drawing. We are definitely digging a lot deeper, looking for other signs of inflammation and ensuring that one, their metabolism is optimized. Two, making sure that they're sleeping because at the end of the day, none of this matters. If you're not recharging the batteries and getting sleep, you know they, they can barely focus or, or listen to what we have to say. Making sure that they're moving their bowels. And so we're reviewing basically the basics of all their lifestyle, sleeping, eating, pooping, exercising, meditation. What are they doing for reflection? What are they doing to recharge their batteries? And then teaching them how to go back to the earth go back to nature, whether they use devices or not, apps or not. We try to work with people where they are. But most of what is happening is that we're not able to adapt to all the changes that we're having in our world, as well as all the toxic food, the toxic air, the toxic water. And so with your start of teaching them how to eat, then we can help with with additional nutrients if they need it to get them feeling well enough to eventually start pulling the toxins, right? And it's a slow process. I think probably the biggest issue I have is people want change immediately. So they come to us as a last ditch effort. They're so sick of tired of being tired, but they realize like, you know, they want the answer right away. Like I've given people nutrients. They will call the next day. Like I'm not better, (laughs) Okay, but it's going to take a little bit longer than that. But by going to the foundation and going towards what's happening at the cell, improving their mitochondrial function. That's where we come in because I think at this point, they really aren't able to even tend to themselves because they're so tired or they don't feel well enough. And there's just the chronic conditions. We're just not serving people. So that's why they're turning to functional medicine and integrative medicine. Absolutely. And for those that listening, I mean, I'm sure you're listening to Dr. Mary thinking, oh my gosh, she's just talked about meditation, exercising, my metabolism, my sleep and my bowels. Like when you go to the doctor, unfortunately, if you go in, you know, hey, my stomach hurts, like, all right, let's do a scope right there on that stomach. And it's, you said it, you forget it. That's it. They're looking at one thing. Whereas functional medicine is truly looking at the whole body and how it works all together. That reminds me, I do think we need to touch on this because one, I've never told people this. And two, you were the one that convinced me to do this, getting my root canal removed. Let's talk about that. Yeah. So when I came into Dr. Mary's office, you know, I'm like, Hey, I've been eating clean for this many years, but yeah, I am a little sluggish sometimes. And I do have this symptom and this symptom. And so she did help me figure out all my vitamin deficiencies. But you asked a question that no doctor has ever asked before. You said, 
tell me about your dental history. And I was like, whoa, I have had some serious dental history in my life. I have three root canals. I've had tons of cavities as a kid. And with that being said, I just got one root canal removed last, actually it was like January 3rd. And do you know, right before my cycle, I used to get lumps, like my breasts would just swell up and get so lumpy. And because I've had that root canal removed, I have no tooth in there still. My breasts do not swell at all before my cycle. And there is no like no tender lumps. It is insane. So tell me. That is huge. Yes. Tell everybody all about the root canals and the dental history. Okay. So we're, you know, like Hippocrates, the, the root of all disease begins in the mouth. So everybody takes that as the food, but it also is the teeth. And the teeth are connected intimately to the meridians and acupuncture and all of the energy medicine. This is each tooth represents organs that can be affected and emotional states, but they are linking root canals. So here's the thing. If you go to the Weston A. Price Foundation, you can read more about this, but it's the only time in medicine where we are keeping a dead body part that's draining energy and pulling energy in the body. So the tooth is half in and outside the body. And we're trying to maintain something and thinking that by cleaning out the four main roots that we're good. When, if you've ever looked with your kids, you've certainly all done the experiment where you look at the rootlings of a plant and you can see them in the bottom of the cup, there's tons of fingerlings. And so 100% of all root canal teeth are infected. They have proof of this. And so the tooth, if you look at it in a microscope, it looks like a sponge. There's no way that they can kill all the bacteria and the gradue that's in there. And so what happens is it can fester and it can create a cavitation. But even if it doesn't create that cavitation, it is a dead body part that we're holding onto the body. So imagine if we had a gangrenous toe or finger and we kept it, it would be draining energy and causing trouble. So they know now that root canal, especially the the deeper ones that are in the back, the molars, that there's direct correlation because the drainage, what you're describing is what they know that breast cancers, they're finding oral bacteria in the cancers in the breast. And so any woman who has been diagnosed or has questionable changes on their mammogram and or their breast exams should be the first place they should go is to a holistic dentist to evaluate those teeth because sometimes that's all they do is pull that. It's a distraction for the immune system, right? So this is an infected body part that your immune system is busy looking at this instead of looking for any other invaders that shouldn't be there. Because we're dealing with cancer all day long, right? We're all day long, the immune system saying, nope, you don't belong here. You need to go. And then the cancer cell kills itself off. But if that message doesn't happen because it's so busy, distracted by this infection in your mouth, then that's how that starts. So it's something that we address because the mouth and dentists, holistic dentists and doctors should be working together. We need to stop this organ-based medicine. Same thing with dentistry. It's like, it's not just about the mouth. Even the people who look at the back of the eye can tell you all kinds of medical problems based on looking at the vessels. It's all connected. It's all one. So starting at the root of the mouth is one of the most important things that we teach our patients. Absolutely. It was an intriguing chart when you brought it out to me. And I just Googled, you know, the connection between your teeth and your organs. And it basically breaks down each tooth, whether it's on the right side, the left side, the top, the bottom, the molar, the front teeth, whatever. And it shows you exactly which organ it's tied to. And like I tell everybody, I have a family member that was diagnosed with prostate cancer. And if I look, he had trouble 
with the exact tooth tied to his prostate. And I'm just like, this is so intriguing. Why has no one ever talked about this information before? You know, it's thousands of year old medicine that we've tried to ignore and push away, but we, at the root of everything, we're made of energy, right? So we talk a lot about how acupuncture and Tai Chi and Qigong and these other medicines, even homeopathy, they've all been pushed to the wayside, but they all have value. They all, this is why integrative and functional medicine is coming back into play is that people realize the power of the body. And if we unblock the thing that's keeping it from healing itself, so the root canal would be considered a major toxin and or let's say heavy metals that can get stuck that we all have in our teeth. It doesn't make sense that we are still using fluoride in our water when we know it's toxic. We're still using it in our toothpaste. We are still putting, there are dentists still putting mercury in our mouth. If we break the thermometer, we have to call the hazmat team. But somehow I'm able to put mercury the closest as I can to the brain. <laughs> so yeah. we have a problem in medicine. And I think what I love about what you're doing and I love what's happening is that people are waking up. They are aware that they're going to have to take care of themselves. And I tell my patients, you are your best advocate. No one cares about you as much as you. Mm -hmm. And it is unfortunate, but it is very empowering to know that you have a lot of options. I don't have an opinion whether you choose this type of medicine or the regular medicine that's out there. I just want you to know that it's all there. I want you to be able to choose. And so far that hasn't been the case, but it's becoming the case because the people are demanding it. Absolutely. So what would you say is one small thing you tell people to do to make a big difference in their health? Oh my gosh, there's too many small things. Now, here's where I've changed a lot in my practice. I used to say, you know, okay, if you only go to the bathroom, move your bowels every few days, that's okay. I no longer say that. You have to go to the bathroom every day. If you don't move your bowels, all of that energy that your body has taken all night long to move those toxins and have you excrete them is there in weight. And if you don't move your bowels, it's going to be reabsorbed as you try to pull more water from the stool in the colon. Mm -hmm. So moving your bowels once a day, that's for sure. Going outside and looking at the sun earliest in the morning and looking at the sunrise. I know that we've been told to stay out of the sun, but it is our battery pack. It is what gives us a charge. You know, if you put your plant in a room that has no sun, which is what we're doing, we're in the room all day with computer and inside the house, how will it grow? So we need to be in the sun. I'm not saying enough to burn, but enough to at least look at the sunrise, let the light hit the back of the eye. Those would be two of the most impactful things because hopefully you would get on a good diurnal pattern and circadian rhythm would get back into balance by going back outside to nature, yeah. walking with your bare feet on the ground, <laughs> drinking more water. We're made of water and uh, it would be good for us to challenge all of our listeners and patients to say, Tell me how many days in a row you can go with only water, nothing else, just water. It's not very many of us can go very far. We're drinking other things, but it's really important. And these are simple things. And then the fasting or timed eating, I would say, aside from the vitamin C that I have in my practice and teaching people about magnesium and minerals, teaching and reminding people how to change the timing of when they eat has probably been one of the most impactful things that I've added because everybody knows how to fast inherently and it's a tool that is free and it's something that you can use until you die and any horrible thing that's happening to you that's super inflammatory when we fast and pause and allow the body to take the break and heal itself, it will do its job. 
but we're not used to doing that. So it's almost like having to teach people to ride a bike. It does get easier, but it just takes a little reminding. But I would say those things are some of some simple things that they can do. And so imperative. I mean, so simple. I like to say that I'm making food simple again and we're just, everything's become so complicated. Just go back to being simple, walking outside, looking at the light, drinking water, make sure your bowels are moving, things like that. For everybody listening, if you are interested more and you want to dive into the topic fasting, you can go look through my podcast. And I did one with one of your coaches there at the Remedy Room on fasting. I've done that program before. So it's Dr. Mary's Protocol of Fasting. Just look in our podcast for the fasting episode. And with that being said, Dr. Mary, how can everyone get in touch with you? What should they do? Oh my gosh, they can go to our website, theremedyroom.com. We can text, we can email, they can look for any of the things that we offer. We use, we have the optimal wellness program. We have the IVs. We have supplements that we've vetted for sure. We have platelet-rich plasma. I, I like to use the body to heal the body and use nature as much as I can. And then if that fails me and I'm not getting anywhere, then I'll use prescriptions if I have to. But at uh, the most, I'm just trying to get you back to your roots and figure out what's wrong by going back to nature as best as we can. All right. So in assistance to your clean eating journey, when you want to keep feeling optimal, head out, check out Dr. Mary. I know you're on social media at The Remedy Room in addition to her website. I think our Remedy Room Nola, but we'll attach that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to also, the podcast, amazing editors, they'll go ahead and link all those things for us. So that way you guys don't need to memorize anything. You can just go ahead and click. (laughs) With that being said, thank you so much, Dr. Mary. And I know we'll have you on again soon to talk about some more topics. I appreciate it. Thank you. Great to see you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Hold up. 